Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Hallelujah. Like I said, I'm reading from a King James translation. He says here in verse 3, For I say through the grace given unto me, Paul is speaking here by the Spirit of God, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. I'm not teaching on faith this morning. I have taught on faith, and I love teaching on this subject. But I just want to touch on this really quickly, that the measure of faith, God deals that to every single individual. That is dealt to us by God. But even though God has dealt it to us, God is not going to grow it for us. Are you listening to me? God doesn't grow your faith. He ministers or deals the faith to you, gives you the faith, and imparts the faith to you. But then it's up to you to grow it. It's up to me to grow it, to mature it, to develop in it. And the just are called to live by faith. Can you say amen? We're called the just. We're, we're called saints in God. We're called the righteousness of God in Christ. A lot of times people have the religious idea because of religious upbringing and background that we're just old sinners saved by grace. And they sing songs about it and they write books about it and preachers and pastors preach about it and it's not in line with the word. Because we're not called old sinners saved by grace. When we come into Christ, we take on his righteousness. We take on his nature. We're born again. And first, or 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. Verse 21 of that same opening says, And he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. And so sometimes, you know, I've even done it. I've wanted to look up an old song because I like the old stuff. But a lot of times you look up an old song an old Christian gospel song or something, and you start to listen to it, and because of the light of the word that you've received, the knowledge of the word you've received, you start listening to it, and you're like, that doesn't line up with the word. That doesn't line up with the New Testament. Because I'm not just an old sinner. I'm not just waiting until I get onto the other side before I can be blessed. I'm not just waiting over until I get over to be in heaven before I can be healed. No, I can be blessed and prospered now. And I'm the righteousness of God now. Hallelujah. Behold, now are we the sons of God, John said. Not when we get to heaven. Not when we get to the other side. But behold, now are we called the sons of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we're not just old sinners saved by grace. We're righteousness. We're called the righteousness of God in Christ. But see, when we come into God's family when we come into Christ, he imparts his nature to us. He pours out, or the King James says, uh, sheds abroad the love of God in us. That's Romans 5.5. Pours out the love of God in us. He pours out his peace into us. He pours out joy into us. He pours out everything that he is, including faith. But it's up to us to grow in those things. It's up to us to mature in those things. It's up to us to develop in those things. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And remember what I said earlier, the just shall live by faith. 
That's in uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. This isn't just a suggestion he's making here. He's, and he's actually quoting an Old Testament prophet. But he says, the just shall live by faith. This isn't just, uh, well, when I feel like it, I'm going to live by faith. Or when everything's going really good, then yeah, I know my faith is working. But no, the just live by faith on the good days yeah. and on the bad days yeah. and on the hard days, on the difficult days. You know, the, the greatest times when we can see our faith at work is when we're being opposed. Yeah. Yeah. You, you understand that? That we can really find out what our faith is made of, where we are at spiritually when we are opposed by the enemy. Because the enemy is going to oppose your faith. He's going to come against your faith. I've always said it this way. You know, people a lot of times think I'm under attack. I'm being attacked. I'm under the, I'm, I'm in the crosshairs of the enemy, so to speak. But really, in all reality, the enemy's not attacking you, per se. He's attacking what you carry. He's attacking what is in you. He doesn't want you to walk in the light of God's word or the will of God for your life. And so therefore, he's attacking those precious things that the Lord has given to you and wants to give to you. He wants to strip those things from you. And so we find out where our faith is at when we're attacked, when we're opposed. But the scripture said in James chapter 1, you know it, verse 1, and two, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials and temptations or various trials and temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Can you say amen? And so three, see, when you, your faith is tried, you're developing in patience. When you come through to the other side, you get a little bit stronger you get a little bit more grounded. You become more uh, persuaded of the things which God has said and what he will do. Glory be to God. And so when our faith is attacked, when our faith is opposed, we just can count it all joy. Thank God this is another opportunity to prove that God's word works. Yeah, amen. Can you say amen? This is just another opportunity to prove that God's word still works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, the, this is the continuation of that verse in, in uh, Hebrews 10.38. The just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So see, we're not of them that draw back. We're not of them that are supposed to be pulling back. But see, the just live by faith. They, this is their life. They have no other life but the life of faith. Glory be to God. This is the only life that we're called to live. This is the only fight that we're called to fight, which is the fight of faith. Hallelujah. That's found in 2 Timothy chapter 4. He talked, Paul talked about how he's fought a good fight. He's finished his course, kept the faith. The fight of faith is the only kind of fight that we're called to fight. Amen. And so if you find yourself in another kind of fight, any other kind of fight other than the fight of faith, then you're in the wrong fight. <laughs> you're in the wrong kind of fight. Well, I'm just going to beat the devil with reason. Well, you're going to lose every single time. 
well, I'm just going to beat the devil or beat the world and everything that's going on in the world with sheer willpower. Well, that's, that's not going to be enough. That's not going to be enough. Well, maybe I can get just enough people to pray for me. I can call every prayer center, prayer ministry, every uh, church and ministry in this country and, see, and get enough prayer warriors to pray for me and see if that's enough. Well, that's good, but that's not a substitute for you living and walking by faith. I've been in ministry for all my life, like I said. I've been preaching since I was 18 years old. And one thing I've seen over and over again is people that come to you or come and call the ministry with crisis and want you to pray for them. And when you start to probe a little bit and ask some questions, they have no faith of their own to stand on. They haven't developed in faith. They haven't looked at what the word says about the situation. They don't have scriptures to cover their case. They just want somebody to pray for them because they're under attack. Well, you know, the enemy likes to play on people like that. I'm just being real with you. I've never, I've never uh, pulled any punches, so to speak. I just always say things straightforward. I think that's the best way people can get it. That's, the enemy likes to play on Christians that don't know their rights and privileges in Christ. He likes to play on those that don't know the word. Remember the scripture says, the devil walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Whom resists steadfast in the faith? But he doesn't. It didn't say he was a lion. It said he ro- walks about as a roaring lion. That's in First uh, Peter five, I believe. But he walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So he's looking. He's looking for weakness. He's looking for those who aren't doers of the word. Yep. He's looking for those who aren't submitted to God. He's looking for those that aren't doing what God wants them to do, aren't in the perfect will of God for their life. And so he attacks and he probes on people like that. Yeah. And like I said, I've seen people, I, was, I remember one uh, story in particular, one individual called uh, the church, my parents' church, a little while ago, and he um, wanted prayer. And the funny thing that he said, he, he was like in a crisis, and he said to, well, he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to my sister, who is a pastor. And he was saying to her, well, I just really need prayer. And would you just make it a nice, long prayer? Would you make, <laughs> this, is, this is his words, I'm, gospel truth. He said, will you make it just a nice, long uh, prayer that I can just feel God's presence come over? And, and, and my, I'm like, she told me about it later, and she's like, I've never heard anything like this. I'm like, yeah, I haven't either. You don't, and, and oh, he also said, you, you, can, you just, can you just like make it nice and long and make it nice and loud? And, st- and, and over the phone, he was saying this. Well, I was like, I thought to myself, you know, God hears you because he hears, if you're praying in line with his word. He hears you as you pray in line with his word, not if you do a long, long, drawn-out prayer that's nice and loud. You're not going to get the attention of God just because you pray loud or pray long. You'll get the attention of God if you come to him on the basis of his word. And the man that I'm talking about here, he, he um, refused to do it for himself, refused to do, be a doer of the word for himself. Well, you can't be blessed. You, can't, you don't qualify. I always like to say it that way. You don't qualify if you're not a doer of the word. 
but it's the doer of the word, James said, that shall be blessed in all of his deeds. Blessed in all of his deeds. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so when it comes to praying and, and, and going to God to receive from him, we always come on the basis of his word because the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. 